back in the lab. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Stadium Drive Podcast. I'm here with my guys, Joe. What's going on? What is up, everybody? Yeah, man. Uh, we also got NFL guy, Brad Joyle, at Brad Joyle 9 on Twitter. What's going on? What's going on, guys? He's just blowing up, by the way. He's getting the Stadium Drive bump. Oh, yeah. I mean, his Twitter's how, just blowing how, up. How many Twitter followers have you gotten in the past, like, week? 104. 100. Wow. 104. That quadrupled his By the way, total. Last week when we did this, you guys said, what did I have? 96 followers. So that's more than double right there. So That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Um, On today's episode of the Stadium Drive, we're, this is primarily going to be an XFL episode. That's um, really the only thing going on right now. Yeah. The XFL is back. I loved it. Um. Also, we have a very special guest jumping in towards the end of the podcast. Uh, St. Louis Battle Hawks quarterback Nick Fitzgerald. Fitzseltzer. Fitzseltzer. A.K.A. Fitzseltzer. Yeah, everybody's seen the video. He crushing seltzers after the win, so we're definitely going to talk about that. And uh, we also have a new segment. It's called Triple Play. And uh, we we need the Twitter. We need Twitter to vote on. We're gonna we're gonna pick three things like yeah. a draft, and then we're gonna have Twitter vote on who they think had the best draft, and then I think we should do like a first to like ten wins off Twitter gets to like do something. Okay, yeah, we'll figure out what the winners get, but I or the winner gets, but I yeah I do like that first to ten wins gets something. We'll, we'll yeah, figure. Out. I mean, we need we, we need something to talk about and something like. Especially when there's no like NFL or college, so I think this is going to be fun to do. It's yeah. going to be it's going to get competitive. Let's uh, let's go ahead and start off XFL. What what are we feeling? I, I personally I I really enjoyed it. I, I had a ball watching it. I mean, I'll let Brad talk because I liked it. I mean, obviously it's not the NFL yet, but it's it's uh, did a lot better than the AAF and the XFL initially. So the in like the 2001 era. It's it's out of the three, it's it's two good and one kinda. I'm on the fence still. I'm a, I'm in a wait and see mode because look, I love football. I'm a football guy, but to me, it depends. It's great now because there's no other like real sport going on. Um, like college basketball, nobody watches college basketball until March Madness, and like golf is about to start picking up, but nobody like. The Masters is when really people start paying attention. So it's like, all right, people are watching right now, but how will it do against March Madness? I yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree with that. Um, it did really really well this week. I know it. Well, I mean, of course they, it's going to do good well, yeah, the first week. They said it. They sold more tickets in week one than the AAF did all season last yeah, season. That's wild. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And the fans were. <laughs> I mean, the stadiums weren't, like, packed, but the fans were crazy. Like, there's the, videos of, like, did you see the dude getting escorted out with, like, yeah. no clothes on? Yeah. The, did you guys see the rally cheese as well? I, I did see the rally cheese. Um, weird. Um, <laughs> DC defend, the D.C. Defenders fans, to me, were the rowdiest fan. That that stadium was packed. Yeah. Was, I mean, the, the D.C. people haven't been able to watch good football in a long time. long time. I agree. Do the defenders beat uh, the 2019 Washington Redskins is the question. No. <laughs> no. What? 
Here, here's my thing. Here, here's my thing about the XFL. And I know we've got we've got Nick Fitzgerald coming on. He's our guy. He's our quarterback. Um, but I will say, other than Cardell Jones, we need another like legit name to make me watch. Because I'm not going to continue to watch McGloin or Aaron Murray or you don't want to watch Jaquez Patrick. I'm talking about quarterbacks. Quarter, quarterbacks is a, people watch for quarterbacks. Like te- you tell me if if Johnny Manziel or Colin Kaepernick or Tim Tebow, yeah, well, or um, uh, Baker Mayfield, whenever he gets dumped by the NFL, when if if one of those teams had those guys, like if I was the XFL, I would be paying whatever it took to get those four guys. Or those, basically those three, because I mean Tim Tebow is not going to ever make the majors. He needs no, to come to the XFL. Well, Tebow's getting on up there too. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be interested. Kaepernick apparently, allegedly Kaepernick wanted to play, but he wanted like twenty million dollars, which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But I mean, at the same time, the quarterbacks, the starting quarterbacks, of the XFL are not big enough to make you continue to watch over and over, because the quarterback play wasn't great. I mean, Aaron Murray was absolutely awful. But think about the ratings would be if Johnny Menzel was playing Tim Tebow. Think about what the ratings would be if my boy Nick Fitzseltzer. Uh, it's only a matter of time before he. I mean, he he'll he'll take it off. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get on there. I mean, he talks about it in the interview. He he started late. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, it's no only a matter of time. I'm talking about the other teams, the Battle Hawks. They've got they've got their guy. But to me, I just think that the that there needs to be a bigger names. It's at quarterback. Now at other positions, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. But I think quarter there needs to be bigger names in the XFL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can. I can. I see your point. Um. Yeah. My take though. I. I. I enjoyed it. You know. I more football is always good. I watched the AAF last year and it was definitely a, a different feel. Um. I like the rules. All of them. I love the kickoff rule. Love the kickoff rule. And I, I like the extra point rule, but. You're in the X- XFL, dude. Go for three. Go for. Th- I didn't yeah, see anybody. Yeah. Nobody did. Yeah. They, they, everybody went for one. Yeah. It's like go for three. We're what? We're we don't care who wins or loses at the end of the day. Whoa, we do. Guardians. I'm a big Vipers fan. Now, now, that's. I might be switching my allegiance, okay? Because we talked. You to should. Nick. I mean, you should. We talked to Nick, and he's a, he's a great guy, and 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 you guys are gonna listen to this. Not only does the Vipers have the worst team. Their uniforms are absolutely awful. <laughs> they weren't bad to me. Like their helmets watching. didn't match their other color. Like it was a dark green and a light green. It, it wasn't that. Anyway, it, it's it's only natural for me to be, fan, be a fan of a team that was the only team that did not score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean that it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think you. It's not too early to switch teams out. I think you should it's be not in too like late. A, it's not, not too late. late. I, I think you should be in like a honeymoon phase where you watch like a couple weeks, see who you like. Yeah, and, and of course, I mean, Tressman is the Vipers coach. I mean, yeah, the, that guy is. Well, see, I'm I'm going to a Vipers game in a couple weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> Why? Two weeks. Well, well I mean, I, I'm going to be down in the area, and uh, who do they play? They play the Defenders. Okay. Um, I, can, I can get tickets for like twenty bucks. Where I'm going? I'm going to go. Really? So, yeah. I'm surprised so, that um, much. Yeah. <laughs> so um. It know, sounds like I'm hating on the XFL. I'm not. I thought it was much better than I expected. I'm just all I ask is we get a little bigger names in quarterback. Yeah, it'll so come. 
It'll but come. the rules are I like I do like some of the rules. Yeah, the, re- the replay rule. Uh, and then you guys saw with the, the guy up in the booth with the Xbox controller kind of going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty solid. I mean, yeah, that that is what cool. I like is like I'm tired of with the NFL. Obviously, big NFL guy, but the uh, announcers like just saying, oh, "Okay, hey, uh, here's what we think is going to happen," or they're calling back to New York or like these these uh, former refs that are talking about um, you know what they think is going to happen, and then it's totally the opposite. You get real time what's going to happen, and I like that a lot with the XFL. So hopefully the NFL adopts that. The only thing that I wasn't like a huge fan of about the replay system was um, the guy in the booth was like, "Hey, what's the call on the field?" Like I think yeah. he shouldn't know the call on the field. I think that he should just free ball it, if you will, and just come up with his own opinion. Yeah, I get that, but at, at some point you have to be like, is it going to stand or is it going to be confirmed? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard at that point to, if they're trying to make a decision, you know, I have to stick with what it was because I don't have a definitive answer for it. Understood. Yeah, I agree with that. I just, I, one thing I didn't like was all the, like, interviews. Like, yeah, way too many interviews on the sideline. Yeah, some of them were cool, and then it just got to a point where you're like, all right, you know. So I think they'll cut back on that. Um, I did like that the head coaches had mics to where you could hear their play call. <laughs> How about um, who? Jer- is it Jerry Glanville with the double double headset? Yeah, he had, he had one headset this way and then one headset that way. No idea why, but that was just pure. That was gold. Just I loved six, it. Just sixty nine in the headset. <laughs> just sixty nine in the headset. I loved yeah, it. I loved it too. Um, so who? PJ Walker has to be the player of the week. He was right. actually like exciting he to watch. He was good. Yeah. He had a great game. He uh he went 23 for 39 passing, 265 yards, four touchdowns and had 26 yards on the ground. So I wonder what they get for being like the player of the week. They should be able to get something. They should. Yeah, some kind of bonus, something. Yeah, um, I'm sure they do though cuz if I I didn't know until we interviewed Nick that the winning team gets Yeah. That's that's a that's a cool thing. That is cool. I mean, um, it makes it. Is there like a playoffs for the XFL? Yeah. So how how it's, many it's, teams? It's the first two in the. It's the top two in the East and the top two in the West, and then they'll play each other for the championship. What is it? Ten weeks for regular season. Yeah, yeah. ten weeks. Um, the championship game will be in Houston, so. We're we're gonna see Nick Fitzseltzer just crushing Seltzers yeah. after they win the X. I want to know what the trophy looks like. Uh, it's gonna go be something. Out. Yes, I think it should be be- a belt since it's Vince McMahon. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah. But yeah. I, if I had to pick a team right now, my early, I, I like the Roughnecks. I, ain't that PJ Walker's team? Yeah, I like the colors. Well, I just like. I mean, watching them were the most exciting team to watch. Yeah. Um. A bad game. Aaron oh. Murray. Oh my gosh. Aaron Murray. Now he's. If if you get benched in the first half of your. XFL debut. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you if if you put all the quarterbacks' names on a list, and this is no disrespect to anybody, all the starting quarterbacks' names. I think you take Cardell one, and then Aaron, and then Aaron Murray, Murray should be two. Yeah, I mean, just but he, not now. I mean, he, he had was, a great career at Georgia, but yeah, he oh, it was that horrible. Was dud. It was it was brutal to watch, and I I'm sure that Flowers is going to start this week. He should. Yeah, he should. Flowers just brings a different dynamic yeah. to the game with his legs and I mean he was really good at USF. I I like Flowers. Oh, yeah. I think that I think if you're a viper you got it you gotta go with with uh Flowers over Murray. Yeah, I agree. Um <laughs> they scored three points. Three points in the, in the XF. See, Tressman chose to 
they were down they were down like seventeen, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know he coached the Bears, fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. Late, and he's late in the third or something like that. Yeah, late in the yeah. third. We were down set I say we. The Vipers I love were it. down I love it. The You're Vipers it the Vipers were down seventeen to nothing. And Tressman was like, nah, let's <laughs> two score game. Nah, the guy doesn't want to get fired. Three. I mean let's go for three. Speaking of fired, the Wildcats have already fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's that is that's terrible. Not wasting any that, time. That is terrible. I mean you gotta go coach like if you get fired in the first week of XFL, you need to go coach like Pop Warner or something. Like your football yeah. career is over. What What about our guy Nick? Nick got a, got a little bit of playing time. He, a lot of people are saying he's going to be the Taysom Hill of the XFL. I can see it. I can see I, it. He He had a rush. He had three yards. If If I'm an offensive coordinator for the Battle Hawks, which I should be because I was amazing calling plays in PlayStation, but I'm using him as a weapon. He's going to be my Basically, my my Swiss Army knife, like just like the Saints do, Taysom Hill, which I would I would give them the ball any way I can. Yeah, Hudgens just had a great idea. Okay, there's a week long contest. It starts Monday. It ends Friday. I don't know what the contest ends, but whoever wins the contest on Friday gets to call plays for their favorite XFL team. I like it. I like it too. Oh. You couldn't do any worse for if you were the office coordinator for the Vipers. I mean, <laughs> uh, they just oh man, they just fumbled. I mean, he Aaron Murray threw those two picks, and then they fumbled like two or three times. It was it was bad. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I liked it. Brad, what? How did? What, what, what's your opinion on it? And you're you're a guardian. That's your team, right? Well, I mean, I'm glad you bring that up. I'm a guardians guy right now. However, uh, I try to tweet at uh, nickfitz07 on Twitter, uh, see where I can get a jersey. At. I got a couple likes, but uh, I haven't heard back from them. If I can get a follow back from them, you know, I, I I'll switch my allegiance from the the followers the are just. To gone bad. to his head. <laughs> yeah, Nick has just gone to his head. Nick doesn't follow us yet. <laughs> it's a zillion challenge, dude. I love it. <laughs> Nick doesn't follow us yet. Yeah, he will though. He will. Yeah, he should. Um, um the Guardians look good though. Your your Guardians look good. Yeah, they do. I, 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 and, I mean, he looked pretty bad, like in like NFL standards. But if you're talking XFL, not too too bad. Not Aaron Murray, like that's for damn sure. So yeah, I I unpopular opinion I know from by uh, Joe's not going to agree with this. I liked every uniform. The the uniforms that I did not like. That I liked the least out of all of them were the dragons. Yeah, the dragons have horrible uniforms. That logo looked like when you go on like make your own team in either NCAA or Madden, and they give you like the first logo. That They're you just get. a template. That's what it yeah. yeah, it was horrible. So I don't know. I I, I, didn't, I liked the Battlehawks uniforms. I liked. Yeah, I like the. Road I didn't games. like the Wildcats uniforms. Yeah, and we've we've said this before. You're an XFL team. Don't name your team the Wildcats. I mean, that's the most boring name yeah. of all time. I will say that's the most boring name out of every other name. Yeah. I mean, you start a team, you're, it's a 90% it's going to be the Wildcats or the Tigers. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah. I liked the uniform. I like the Renegades, and I like the Battlehawks. Uh, other than that, I mean, I wasn't really. You like the Guardians, didn't? Didn't you say something like you like the Guardians? Yeah, I, I like the Guardians. I like the Roughneck. I liked them all. I mean, they were all decent, but the my two favorite were the Guardians and the Roughnecks. Probably Roughnecks being one. The Guardians looked like the uh, uniforms from Longest Yard, like with the previous yeah, wore. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But I hope the league sticks around. Uh, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be good right now, and it's gonna do ratings. 
can it survive March Madness when everybody's watching college basketball on the weekends? Because that's the, I mean that's what it's going to come down to. I'm nervous about that because just with this year with uh, college basketball being like so many number ones knocked off, you know, a lot of people are going to want to watch that tournament last year, year yeah. before. You know, I, you have I mean, your number ones and they get to Final Four. Obviously, one probably gets knocked off, but there's a lot of different moving parts this year. So and so many people, so many people bet on college basketball, yeah, that's true. and so many that. people do like brackets and they want to see how their brackets do. Like that's the competition. Yeah, we got we have to do an official stadium drive podcast bracket this year. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm always horrible at the bracket. Yeah, but if it if it can get through the March Madness time, then I mean it can do it. I mean it can do well. Yeah. I mean, well, we got ten ten weeks from now until well, I think April tenth. So I, I want more teams though. I do. I I. If I'm not mistaken, it, there's already it, there's already an a uh, an expansion team like coming. I think they've already hired a coach. Really? I think so. I think that they should have teams in like cities that don't have NFL teams. Yeah. Like think of like crazy like Midwest towns. Think of like Youngstown, Ohio, and how like crazy that is. Like. I, th- I think that those type of places would benefit the most from having, like, San Antonio or, or teams that are dying to have football, put an XFL team in it so it can be their team, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I think that, like, an L.A. team is never going to do anything. An LA, an L.A. team is just so played out. It's played yeah. out. I mean – There's two NFL L.A. teams. Houston's like, kind of played out. Like, yeah. put – Put a team in Alabama, like the AAF. Yeah, you got Alabama. You got like places like Omaha, uh, yeah. Nebraska. Obviously, uh, like take out Tampa because there's the Buccaneers. Yeah, Put them yeah, in yeah. like Orlando yeah. or something. Put them in a place that doesn't have that has a stadium in place for the team, because Orlando has a stadium, but doesn't have an NFL team to compete with. I think that would yeah. And We're I think gonna, it'd be cool if the XFL turned into like a minor league NFL team, to oh, where yeah, yeah, to yeah. where each NFL team had like their their like minor league system. affiliate, yeah, yeah, and they can send them down or send them. You know, I, I think that that would be cool. That would be cool. I'm going to I'm going to post on Twitter here after a while, and uh, ask the people where would be a good expansion XFL city. I know we did that a couple weeks ago with NFL, but. Yeah. Maybe we can get some different answers. Maybe Panama City will be an answer again. Some the wildest places. Yeah. Anchorage, Alaska. Cancun. Ooh, I like Cancun. Toronto. Yeah, Anchorage, Alaska would be just an amazing whole Freezing. field advantage. That, that would be wild. The it would just be playing on like an iceberg or something. The, the Anchorage es- Eskimos. I can. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it too. All right, do y'all want to transition over to our? Uh, to the triple play triple play we're, we're gonna do beers this time in honor of our our guest nick fitz seltzer so every every week or we we probably we might not do it every week but every we're gonna have a different topic every week or whenever we decide to do it and this one we're gonna do beers our favorite beers we're gonna post them on twitter have the people vote winner after what we said, ten wins. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, get we'll do ten wins. Or should we have a punishment for last place? Uh, maybe both. Okay, last place gets the punishment, and the winner gets something. Yeah, what we'll do, 
And let's say right here, we're we're saying the rules because we're starting this new. When when we're picking, we're picking from our heart. We're not trying to say, all right, Twitter's going to really like this. Oh yeah, I'm picking the beers that I enjoy drinking. It, yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, I'm, I agree. It, I okay, mean, it's, it's, we're on the same page there. Okay, yeah, so we're, ta- it, we're taking the oath. This is from the heart, and not just beers. Whatever we, whatever uh, topic topic we have, we're gonna pick from our heart who we really think. Dill. Yeah. Okay. So, so this week, just to let everybody know, this week is top three beers that we enjoy drinking. Our favorite. Our top three. Beers, our top yes. three favorite beers. So, uh. Who wants to go first? I mean, I'll I'll go first. I'll, right, I'll go so, first. So, so it'll go. It'll yeah, we'll, go. We'll go. Uh, Joe Hudgens and then Brad, just because I'm a guest on the podcast. So. Okay. okay. And then so first round will be me Hudgens Brad, and then second round will be Brad Hudgens me. We'll do it like a snake draft, like in fantasy. Okay. All right. My first pick, the best tasting beer. Um, I know y'all wouldn't wouldn't pick this, <laughs> but. Know. I know what it it's is. It's the best. It's the best tasting beer. It's the most drinkable beer. I'm talking Bud Light. Okay. Yeah. Mean, that, that's it, a it, typical joke. It's typical and it's basic, but at the same time, it's the most drinkable beer. And it's the it like if I want to drink like two or three of them and get wild, then I'm gonna pick Bud Light. You know. Okay. Yeah. So Bud Light is my first pick. It's most popular beer. Um. All right. So it's my turn. I get yeah. this is my first pick. My first pick isn't going to be a surprise to you two. My first pick is Bush Light. It's a superior beer. It's not. Superior drinkability. You're drinking a Bush Light right now. Well, it's I have to. That's all you have. That's all I have. That's free beer right there. Um, <laughs> it's superior drinkability. Um, shout out my boy Rick. We love our Bush Light. And so does Jackson Mahomes, and you hate Jackson Mahomes. I don't hate Jackson Mahomes. You, d- you said, did he not say he hated Jackson Mahomes? He doesn't like Jackson Not anymore. Wait, you like him now? We have a truth. I, I, I love everybody. <laughs> okay, so Bush Light, NAS, the official beer of NASCAR. Hell yeah! That's your that's your first pick. That's a ridiculous pick. Hell yes! Okay. All right, go ahead, Brad. Right, go ahead. That's your first I will say that Bush Light at NASCAR is like the best beer to drink. However, yeah, I agree uh, with that. But who goes to NASCAR? It's a good time. Good time. Okay. Uh, so if I were to go off of like best beer, if I were to talk about taste, and your if I was favorite, just gonna have one. You're I was just gonna have one, and I think it's the best tasting beer. No, no, you, it ain't gotta be that. It can just be your top beer. Well, there's, there's different. Like you can stair step it. If I'm gonna drink a zillion beers, then okay, shout out Dana. Then I, <laughs> then I will. Uh, I'll drink a certain beer. However, if I were to sit down and have one beer and just with dinner, I would pick one beer. Okay. And that uh, I would go with Blue Moon. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Blue Moon. Oh, okay. you hurt my feelings with that one. You got the reason why I say that with an orange. With an orange, okay. that's what I was gonna say. Um, you know, have it with an orange. You know, have it with dinner, maybe a good burger, something like that. That's the, my favorite beer. If I were to just drink one. Now, okay. We'll I'm not it. a wheat beer guy, but I respect it. Okay. I, love, I, I enjoy Blue Moon. That was a very good. That was my second pick. Okay. All right. Um, so Brad, you get the next pick as well. So you got second pick. You right. got Blue Moon, which I respect it. Go ahead. All right, so now we're getting into uh, what I'm going to drink on a regular basis. You know, yes. might get to Zillion, might not. Who knows? But, uh, you know, i got to keep my girlish figure here as well. So uh, I'm going oh, with uh, Mick oh, Ultra. Gosh. Okay, Michelob Ultra. Big yeah. Mick Ultra guy. Uh, you know, low in carbs. You know, all about the keto sometimes, okay. you know, especially when you need to drop some pounds. But I think it's a good taste. Uh, it's, it's pretty a... expensive for, you know, what you get. But 
you know, overall, it's a, it's a good beer. I can drink a bunch of them and, you know, have a good time with the boys still. So. Okay, so Brad, yeah. Brad is a female. He drinks Miguel <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that, that's good. That's good. All right, so is it? <laughs> that's you. It's me? Yeah. It's me now. Okay, this isn't going to be a surprise to any of you guys either. This and, and the season's coming. Yes, I, I know. I know. I know what's coming. This is Corona season. Yeah, Coronas. That that's my second pick. It should have been my first pick. So Corona or Corona Light? Can I do both? No, I drink both. Ah, oh. nope. Because I couldn't. I don't. I don't have Bud Light and Budweiser. I just have Bud Light. Touche. We'll go. Uh, we'll go Corona Light because I drink both all summer long, but. I got sick the most off of Corona heavies this past summer. So we'll go light. Okay. Corona light. I respect it. Put a little lime in it. Sit by the pool. Ooh. It's coming. Can't wait. All right. My second pick is the best tasting beer out there. Best tasting beer out there. I know. And I, I, I could say this because I know none of y'all drink it. None of y'all would pick it. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's the it's the best tasting beer. I love it on draft. If if the restaurant has it on draft, I get it every time. I'm going the oldest beer in America, Yingling. Yeah, Yingling. <laughs> that's that, that's you. Yeah. One thing about Yingling, I don't know if you know, it, it's uh, not sold west of the Mississippi. So that's something that you know. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. I got some buddies out in Cali, some buddies out in Nevada. If I go out there, you know, sometimes I'll bring them a 24 pack or something because they want it. So hey, yeah. Hey, so they they listen to our podcast, right? So they might not they might not vote Joe being the best. I don't want the West Coast votes. I'm an East Coast guy. Wow. I'm a biggie biggie Smalls over Tupac guy. I don't I don't care about the West Coast. Their time zone is dumb too. So, Yingling is my second pick. And my third pick, another another great t- – it takes me back to the homeland. I know exactly. <laughs> takes me back to the homeland. Can't drink a lot of these, um, but they're, they're amazing on draft. Enjoy one or two when you're – you know, you just want a pint out with the fellas. Okay. And I'm talking Guinness. Okay. Guinness. You know what? What? I, yeah, no, no, no. I understand that. I – I thought I thought I knew what your third was going to be, and I'll say it after we're done. Okay. But once you said takes you back to the homeland, yeah, it, it threw me for a loop. Yeah, Ireland. Okay. I'm I'm a little bit Irish, so I respect that. So it's Hudgens' turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay, my bad. So my my three. Well, we'll go ahead, and then we'll say all of our three beers. Okay. Yeah, the snake drafts getting me confused here. My third beer is a beer that. I mean, it's it's good old wholesome fun. This is a, this is a fun beer. This is okay. something you can just this this is this is the beer that you sit by fire and drink. It's a uh, you can drink it all all year long. That's a uh, Miller Lite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Miller. Lite. I thought I thought one of y'all were gonna go Miller Lite. That yeah. doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So. See, y- y'all's beers. I mean, that's one that doesn't really have a taste to me. Okay. Well. But I mean, if you, you want to drink ten of them, or in your case four of them, then yeah, Miller Lite is oh. it's fine. All right, go ahead, Brad. All right, Brad. All right. my uh, my final pick um, for those of you listening in Colorado, you know. <laughs> oh gosh, this is a bad pick. All right, this is yeah. not a bad pick. <laughs> By the way, when you can look in the fridge and you can see if your beer is cold, that is pretty solid right there. So now. Uh, I'll go with uh, Coors Light. Uh, a couple of them were taken. However, you know, if I'm going number three here and based off what's It's a good left, value pick. I would go with Coors Light. Um, was able to go to Colorado with the old wifey and uh, go up to Pikes Peak. For those of you listening to, in, from Colorado, 
and get the shotgun of Coors Light in the in the Rockies. So that's classic. You know, that's uh, that's something I have to go with here. Okay. All right. All right. So so before we we go over our top threes that we did, I really thought you were gonna go Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh. I really thought you were gonna go Pabst Blue. Yeah. I couldn't lie to myself because that one time we did a beer taste test at Ricky's house. Yeah. And I picked. Pabst Blue Ribbon is my last beer. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. like, okay, I, I'm I'm done with that. I can't lie to myself yeah. anymore. So all right, we're, we're, we'll post it on Twitter. But how it fell was Hudgens, me, we went, I went Bush Light, Superior Drinkability, second Corona Light, throw a lime in that beast, sit by the pool, third Miller Light, smash them, shake slam bite them. <laughs> Shout out Nick's. Shout out, shout out Nick. Um, what yeah, was your you top can, three, Joe? Mine was the best: Bud Light, Yingling, and Guinness. I mean, you got you got a dark beer, you got an amber beer, and you got a light beer. I mean, I'm, I just hit all three of them. Okay. I mean, yours, Bush Light and Miller Light are kind of in the same category, and then you got a Corona, you got a Cerveza, but I mean, I, I hit all three. And I, I mean, I, I won this easily. Well, we'll, we'll let the followers. Yeah, we'll let the, the followers pick. However, uh, going with uh, my top three, I got Blue Moon. Again, you can have it with dinner. You got the uh, the orange that you'll throw in there for the number one. Uh, for number two, you have Mick Ultra. So uh, good for those of you uh, into working out. Good to have, uh, you know, a zillion of them. Again, like I said, keep referencing that. We'll talk more with uh, Nick Fitz later. But uh, the... Uh, Third one being Coors Light. Uh, again, tells you that it's cold. Tastes pretty good. Uh, pretty cheap beer. <laughs> wow. He, he said and, his uh, beer tastes pretty good. It tastes pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I, like, let's, let's be honest here. I had the last pick at that point. So, you okay. Know, we'll roll with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you I love all three of mine. Yeah. You, you hurt my feelings with the Blue Moon pick. That That's before we started Before we started recording, I was like, Brad's seen me drink this. I don't think Joe's seen me drink it a lot. I've seen you drink it. I, I it really enjoy a Blue Moon. So. Yeah. But all right, guys. All right, we're going to put that on Twitter. Y'all, please vote for it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to try to persuade you. Just pick you, pick who you think has the best. Yeah, please. All right. Um, so, all right, now we're going to jump into the uh, interview with Nick Fitzgerald, um, former Mississippi State quarterback, a.k.a. legend, a.k.a. Yeah, goat. yeah. Um, record-breaking quarterback. Um Good guy. He was a cool. Oh yeah, real, cool real super to. cool guy. We're gonna get him on the podcast here soon. We're the again soon. We're the official podcast of having his face on a Bud Light seltzer can. Yeah, like we're yeah. we're working. We're working around the clock for that. All right, guys. We'll uh, catch you next time. Here comes the interview. Yep. See you. See you. Welcome back, guys, to Stadium Drive Podcast. We have a very special guest with us this afternoon. It is former Mississippi State quarterback and current quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks, Nick Fitzgerald. What's going on, man? Uh, not too much. Just got done with uh, workouts for the day and hop on a call to talk to you, uh, cool cats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it, man. All right. No problem uh, all. First of all. Our uh, first question is, week one, XFL's in the books. How was it? How exciting was it to be a part of a brand-new league? 
You know, I really you – know, I, I joined the league late, you know, compared to a lot of guys. Um, so, yeah, I really didn't exactly know what to expect. I didn't know all the rules. Uh, I had no idea what our fine schedule was. So I'm glad I didn't play too much because, you know, I probably would have had one. Um, <laughs> uh, but honestly, you know, it was it was very exciting. I uh, didn't exactly know what to expect with the games. But once you got out there and started getting going, I mean, it's football. Football is football no matter if you change the rules a little bit or not. And uh, I think that's exactly what you saw with a lot of fans too because the, the ratings were huge. I think people just want more football in their lives. And you mentioned the rules. Uh, what's your opinion on them compared to the NFL ones? Do you know them all quite yet? I mean, what's your opinion? You, on them? you know, some of them I like. You know, some of them, you know, I couldn't, couldn't. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. Like special team stuff. I mean, I, I think it's cool. I think it'll help a lot with injuries. I honestly do with the whole kickoff thing. I also think that there's a, a huge chance to have a lot, you know, bigger special teams plays, which is exactly what the league wants. Um, so, you know, I think there are a lot of good things and, you know, things that fans are going to be, you know, very excited about. I just don't know how much I'm going to love, you know, having a camera always in your face, always on the sidelines at all times. You know, obviously you've seen from week one, there's a lot of cursing, a lot of stuff going on. So I'm not exactly sure how they're going to combat all that as well. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the rules that they're going to have to fix is, is, I mean, I think it's pretty cool to have a couple interviews, but there was just way too many in week one. I also I also think that there has to be a, a you know a limit you know when our when, you know when Cole went down the sideline there's a camera right there trying to get in his face and I and I'm I'm just I just got angrier and angrier as more and like he just kept trying to film it eventually I like kind of hit the camera and I was like get out of here man like to it yeah yeah so um tell us tell us about how how did you get into the XFL was there like a tryout or did they contact you or how old did how did that work out? So you know, for me, definitely, definitely a little different than everybody else. Um, you know, I joined the team the last the last week of camp, you know, right before the last scrimmage. And you know, I was in Tampa, that's where I live. I was in Tampa. You know, I just interviewed for like a real job. You know, I was going to be a functioning member of society, and you know, go you know, do all that stuff. And then you know, I got a call saying, hey. Um, you know, there's a workout in Houston for the XFL, you know, do you want to do it? And I was like, absolutely. Um, and then I got a call again, probably 20 minutes later, like, Hey, um, you know, you're not going to try out, uh, the battle Hawks want to sign you right now. Um, so I just, I got on a plane, flew to Houston, signed with the team. And then two days later, played a couple plays in the scrimmage and then went and, uh, met the team up in St. Louis. Wow. Hey, okay. You can't beat that. Definitely, so, um, I skip all, skip all the bad parts like camp. So, yeah, not too bad. Oh yeah, for sure. So, uh, everybody knows the video that came out uh, after the win. Can can we expect that same energy after every win? And uh, can we get a shake slam bite after every win? You know, I think after every win, there there will be shelters provided. Now, um, you know, honestly, none of us knew that was going to happen. None of us knew they were going to be there. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not quite. I'm not too. I'm not you know too sure how much people know, but you know, we make pretty much twice as much money if we win a game than if we lose a game. So you know, you have those kind of emotions coming off the field. You just doubled your money. You go in the right. locker room, all of a sudden, there's alcohol sitting on the table in front of you. And so me and uh, Taylor just decided, you know, what, we're just going to start throwing these things out. And you know, as people got more and more excited about you know seeing the the seltzers and the, and the alcohol. You know, we got more and more excited, and then we just, you know, kind of all boiled over into that, you know, great viral video. Yeah, dude, it, it 
fired us up. Are you a big but, seltzer guy? You know, I you know I I've, I've had some seltzers in my days. I've never even tried a Bud Light seltzer before then. Uh, yeah, they're definitely pretty, pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. I know some people don't think they're very manly, but you know they, they get you drunk just like beer does. I don't know. Oh, oh most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we're saying uh, from week to week, we're gonna we're gonna change up our uh, our method to the madness, I guess you could say. Um, so you know, you could you know one week see us, you know, just bring out full on you know funnels or. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, for a home game, we get real elaborate with it. And, you know, we order like an ice luge yes. for the locker room. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, but, you know, I think we're just going to, you know, come up with new ways to have fun with it. I mean, we're winning football games. We're going to have fun. You know, obviously after a loss, you're probably not going to see us doing too much of that. <laughs> that, that, we're, we're uh, the funnels and the ice luges and all, we, we need all of that. <laughs> I think that's what the XFL needs. I think we, I think. That video kind of single-handedly went ahead and kind of catapulted St. Louis Battlehawks directly to the, the America's favorite team in the XFL. No doubt about it. I expect. Can you hear me? No, I'm sorry. You broke up there a little bit. Uh, I, I said, did you expect that video to go as viral as it did? Um, no, definitely, definitely was not expecting. Uh, expecting it to blow up like that. You know, I thought it was just kind of, kind of be funny. The people around St. Louis was going to, we're going to, we're going to laugh about it, but you know, none of us could have really expected that it was going to uh, blow up to have in millions and millions of views throughout all kinds of platforms. And you know, I mean, I'm not mad about it. You know, get a lot of, uh, get a lot of Twitter and Instagram followers out of it. Yeah. We saw your Twitter was blowing up. Yeah, it definitely was. So, it did. Um, how now, now tell us about the shake slam bike. Oh, I, I'm not man enough to do it, honestly. I'd be afraid to get a concussion. Like, yeah, so I, I'm afraid of, like, <laughs> cutting my lip off. How long have you been doing the Shake Slam bike? Does this go back see, to high this, school? See, this, this is what's going to blow people's minds. You know, I was, this is why I was laughing so hard when everyone was talking about the form of it was, I, I mean, I'm on y'all's boat. I've, I've never done that before. I was, you know, I've watched people do I watched people do it, and I was like, you're going to cut your mouth open and, and all kinds of stuff, but – you know, just kind of got caught up in the moment, and, you know, there's a camera there, and so I just kind of went big, and, you know, just kind of prayed for the best, and it, it turned out pretty well. Yeah, it did. You're going to talk about necessary. Uh, no, well, hold on, hold on. Before before we go into college, um, what what's your favorite beer? I know you said that that you, you, you dabble around with the seltzers. But what's your favorite light beer? If you're at a store and you're looking for a 12-pack, what, what are you going to get? You know what? I'm hoping – Somehow I'm gonna I'm gonna finesse Bud Light into sponsoring me in some way to all this, but you know before all that happens, I have been a Miller Light kind of guy to start to I began drinking beer. I've always been a Miller Light guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. If you get the sponsor, we'll cut that part out. Yeah, we, we'll yeah, we'll cut that out. Right. Um, we're the official we're the official podcast of making you the face of of Bud Light or Bud Light seltzers. I mean we. We talked about it earlier. We want your face on a seltzer can. I, honestly, I feel like if there, if there isn't a fit seltzer that the XFL doesn't just brand the shit out of, I'm going to be a little bit upset with, with the whole marketing team of Vince McMahon and everything going on. Yeah, I agree. The um the jersey that we tweeted you um with seltzer on the back, or I mean fit seltzer, whatever works better for you, we need that. The people need that. I think I think honestly, you know, I don't think that uh, I was what the people expected that 
you know, they were going to want, but I think take them what they need. You know what I mean? I think that thing, that kind of energy is exactly what we need around here. Heck yeah. All right. So let's, um, let's switch gears and let's talk a little college, college football. You are a, you're a, you're a Mississippi state legend. You, um, you own some records. You, uh, you're the all-time leader in rushing yards as a quarterback in the SEC. How how does that feel to own a record like that? Um, you know, it's yeah. I, I took all the hits and you know all the injuries that came along with it. So it was definitely something that I uh, fought very hard for in the three years that you know it kind of took me to do it. Um, you know, it's uh, it's truly an honor. I got to beat out Tim Tebow, who is a legend in himself. You know, within the SEC and you know really just kind of all over the world now. Um, so, I mean, that, that was huge to, to just kind of be someone that is going to be remembered for, you know, as long as it takes the next really talented guy to come along and break the record. Um, so, Mississippi State kind of made a, a pretty big splash hire in this offseason. How do you think Mike Leach is going to do? Man, I love the hire. You know, I, I, I honestly, not even for football-wise, I just think the guy is hilarious. He's a legend. I really, I really just want to go back. I want to get back to Starkville as soon as I possibly can and just go barge in that man's office, close the door, and be like, look, we're going to talk about some weird stuff for the next hour. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then you'll have my blessing to go on with this team. Um, not like he needs my blessing. But, you know, I just, I just, really, I just really want to you know, sit down and just talk about just whatever this man just comes to his mind. I, he's, he's always been a guy that any time he, uh, he was on TV for – you know, press conference or anything like that, I always turn up the volume because I, I knew something was coming. Yeah, but I, I um, him being a coach, I, uh, I think that, you know, the air raid offense he's going to bring, I think, I think it could do wonders. You know, I just think that we're going to have to really go out and recruit the receivers that are going to be needed to do it. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't seen him rank the SEC mascots yet, like he did the Pac 10, but, um, definitely waiting on that. Yeah, it's coming. It's all coming. No <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, how was it playing for Dan Mullen? You played for under Dan Mullen for three years, right? And then it, then uh, Joe Moorhead came in your senior year? So, I was so I was redshirted. So, I was, with, uh, I was with Dan for four years. And then okay. I was with Joe for one. Um, you know, uh, under Coach Mullen, um, extremely, extremely football intelligent, X's and O's smart guy. Um, you know, very – you know, he's a great coach, but he is someone who is, you know, very fiery um, in, you know, everything he does. He, he at a drop of a hat, he could just flip it on and just start going off on people, um, which, you know, some people like. You know, some people like a yeller and a screamer, and some people don't. Um, you know, I, I always thought it was just kind of funny. Um, but, it, but overall, just an extremely smart, extremely talented coach that just, you know, you know, it's like to yell and scream a lot. Coach in the NFL one day? Uh, I mean, I'm not – I don't know. I don't think – I don't think that NFL players are really going to respond to him if he starts ranting and raving and screaming at people. Um, you know, I just – in my limited experience with the guys in the league, yeah. uh, I, I, I really don't think that would go over well, but – you know, I think, you know, talent-wise and as a coach, absolutely. What do you think about the way he dresses? Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm a Florida State guy, so <laughs> I'm not that now. But uh, what, how, do, how do you think he dresses? Because to me, he, he just seems like 
It, I don't, it's kind of goofy. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's okay. He has a. He has a. I love. I love. I love Coach Mon. If he if, if he hears this, love you, big guy. But he has a weird shaped body. You know, he <laughs> he, he kind of has like a little little hunch in his back. Um, very very hugely wide, broad shoulders. Um, and so it's just a very awkward way for him to try to dress when it comes to suits. So everything just comes off really baggy and you know, kind of like early 2000s look. Yeah. Um, and he just, he just loves tennis shoes. He loves sneakers, I guess. He just wants to always have the best thing that, you know, the coolest new hippest thing. So when he was at state, he had all the Yeezys and all of his players were pissed off because this old white dude had him and he didn't really, you know, he, he, didn't have the, he didn't have the swag to really be able to wear them and pull them off. Um, but, and then he got to Florida and he put on the Jordans and it just got a little worse from there. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, uh, it's always kind of been a little bit of a joke between players kind of, you know, laughing at his baggy suits and stuff like that. I gotcha. Um, what was the hardest stadium you had to play in when you were, uh, at Mississippi State? Oh man. Um, you know, I, I, it's really hard to to really pick one out of the three because I mean obviously Death Valley every time I was there it was a night game you know every time I put LSU away it was always a night game um, anytime you go play in Alabama it's it's, it's loud it's a, it, it's an intimidating stadium um, and then also going back to my home state and going and playing at UGA I attended tons of games there as a fan you know growing up and then. To go back and play in the stadium, just seeing how loud it was, it was it was pretty unreal too. So I think those three would probably be, you know, equally as tough. Um, so I didn't, I didn't even know you came from Georgia. What what state coming out of high school? Oh, I'm sorry. You said what was that? What was the last part? You said something coming out of high school. Yeah. What made you pick Mississippi State coming out of high school? Uh, so I just I was not uh, I wasn't a very highly recruited guy uh, coming out of high school. I came out of a of a small town called Richmond Hill. Uh, it was right outside of Savannah, Georgia. Um, it was a big school, it was a five A school, but you know it's just a, a suburb. And you know, generally speaking, for until I kind of got into high school in 2010, they were terrible, at, like awful. We hadn't been to the playoffs since like the year I was born in '96. I think like they had won like four games in the past like five years, so it's just awful. Um, and they got a new head coach that came in and, and kind of turned the program around when I was a freshman. And then my senior year, we ended up going to the second round of the, of the playoffs and you know doing all that stuff. I just I wasn't a highly recruited guy. I had, a, I had an offer from Mississippi State and I had an offer from Middle Tennessee. And you know to me that was a very easy choice. Well, talk about starts. Like, Sorry, there's not a whole lot to do in the college. Starkville, yeah, I mean, if, if the college the, in Starkville, yeah, if the call, if Mississippi State was not obviously in Starkville, there there would not be a Starkville. Um, I mean, it is completely and only a college town. I mean, it everything off campus is you know kind of older. Um, very small. There's only one, really one main road that goes through the whole town. Um, but I mean, honestly, that's what kind of builds this this huge 
huge like family atmosphere that Mississippi State prides it, itself, you know, so highly on. Um, you know, it's it truly is. You know, there's nothing really much else to do except you know, hang out with your classmates and, and go to sporting events. So that's really the only thing that Mississippi State cares about. That's why I think it's so close. And, you know, anybody that talks about going to Mississippi State, they always talk about, you know, this huge family environment and this family atmosphere that's built around there. I hear you. So we talked about Mike Leach, and obviously Ole Miss hired Lane Kiffin. So how electric is the Egg Bowl going to be now? I mean, I, obviously, that's that's two uh, you know very high profile coaches. Uh, definitely have their own personalities in themselves. And actually, me and uh, me and Jordan Tom are roommates uh, here in the hotel, so you know we talk about it all the time. Um, and you know we argue back and forth about you know who is the best high and that kind of stuff. But you know either way, uh, I think that it's definitely going to be a very fun egg bowl to watch this year. Most definitely. Um. How much do you hate Ole Miss, or or is it or is it kind of you know is it a is it a friendly rivalry with you, or or do you just, you just hate them? You know, uh, you know, while while I was in college, it was it was definitely a, a lot of hatred. Um, you know, there's it's just people don't really understand that that don't live in Mississippi. People just don't understand the you know like the real nastiness um, and you know the the true like dislike between the two schools. Um, you know, the game is always very dirty. There's always a lot of, you know, late hits and, and just kind of dirty stuff that goes on. Uh, obviously, people want to say that, that my injury was on purpose. I don't I don't think that, that I would never be mad at a school for getting hurt. You know, I don't think that that's really a, a thing. But, you know, I just didn't like, you know, how they presented themselves, how they carried themselves as a school, as their players. Um, but, you know, now that I've gotten out of it, and, I'm in the real world. I mean, I, I still don't like him, but it's not—it's not a hatred thing. Like, I, I love Jordan. I love Jordan. We're good friends. You know, it's not—it's not a big deal anymore. Too much. Uh, that dude's got a great nickname, by the way. The throwing some Owen. Owen, yeah, I love I mean, that. that. I do. It's—it's it's, it's great. What? What? Do you have an official nickname? Um, you know, I a lot of my teammates just call me Nicky Fitz. Um, yeah, you know, I, okay. I don't. I think I have a. You know, a cool nickname that you could uh you could go off of with that one, but yeah, everyone just kind of calls me Nicky Fitz. Well, well, to piggyback off of the Bud Light Seltzer thing, I mean, I like I like Fitz Seltzer. I think so too, honestly. I think we should get an XFL Fitz Seltzer for every XFL stadium, and you know, I think we market that. I don't, I don't see why not. I hey, we're we're completely on we're we're the official podcast, like I said, of that of that <laughs> uh that campaign. I love so, that. Um, Let's be enforced for that one. Yeah, man. But uh, all right, man. Well, we appreciate you taking your time out and, and jumping on the podcast. I, I know it was a pretty short notice. And uh, no, no problem at all. No problem at all. We're, we're looking forward to watching some XFL this weekend, and uh, hopefully there'll be another video come out of of just just crushing beers. Just whatever, yeah. yeah seltzers, beers, whatever. I stand, I stand by what I was saying after the game. We're gonna celebrate every single win with that exact same energy and passion. Uh, so you know, we're, it's not you know, as long as we're winning, it's not slowing down. Nothing's gonna stop that train from going. Love that America's team, the Battle Hawks. All right, man, we appreciate you coming on. <laughs> appreciate you having me. All right, man. See you. All right, see you. All right. See you. Thank you.